0: Hey there, my talkers, conversationalists, and all my opinionated people. Welcome to Talk Slot Radio. I'm your host, Leisha Kane. Today, I'm not gonna tell you what I'm talking about because you know what? I'm tired of trying to explain this one. So today, just sit back and listen up. Things might get a little tight here. So amazingly t- enough today i actually took the time to think about a title for this um, instead of trying to come up with one later and the title is i'm a christian but and i think that that title it may be a little bit misleading but as we go into it hopefully you guys will understand now I personally don't think that some people understand that being a Christian doesn't magically turn you into a superhero. You don't magically get all these gifts and powers overnight. Who you are doesn't just change into some angelic presence in the next 24 hours. I'm gonna tell you guys this, and it might just blow your mind. So you know, I would suggest going out there. Go get your duct tape, you know, so that you could take back the mess of your mind once I blow it. Pausing. Oh wait, you got your duct tape? Okay. Um, here it goes. When I became a Christian, I was actually still human. I know. Boom. Crazy. Oh my gosh. Right? Like mind blown. Are you glad I told you to go get the duct tape? That duct tape. All right, all right, all right. Jokes aside, I think that society, both secular and Christian culture, expects something from people who claim to be Christian that just isn't fair. Now, I'm not saying that Christians should not be held to a higher standard. Of course, we should. We claim to be, you know, people of the most high God, to be serving Him. Um, to be serving the Creator of the universe, who's full of love and power and goodness, and you know we we claim to be His reflection on earth. So of course we as Christians should be held to a higher standard. But here's the thing: the fact of the matter is that the world standards for people is pretty low. And before we became Christian, <laughs> we were part of the world and lived to its standards. And that means that there's gonna be a little bit of a learning curve and it's gonna take some time for us to reach those heavenly standards christians we all got flaws faults foibles we're just trying to get a little bit better now you know to jump off another cliff here please believe that christianity is not a magic trick it's not a one two three step handbook on how to be a better person it's Christianity is a journey and we're all trying to get to the same place, being a better person, being a better representation of God. But we're all coming from different roads with different distances, trying to get to that goal destination, all right? Some of us start a little closer to the destination. I myself, I never had a lot of, you know, too difficult obstacles compared to some people. You know in terms of being a christian i was a virgin for the longest while i think my biggest issue was that um i was bullied so i didn't feel very pretty and um i really liked to curse <laughs> that that was my problem but then you have people who come from further distances and you know have their way to work up if you're telling me you you come from you know running drugs or you're coming from a background that's high in you know a lot of secular issues like drug problems sexual you know whatever um and all that stuff it's gonna be a little bit harder for you to you know walk your journey and it's gonna take a little bit longer for you to maybe reach that you know ideal christian goal and mind you i'm like putting my fingers up in quotes here as I say it um but yeah uh, the other part to that is that some of us are just slower travelers it's slower learning okay it's gonna take us again depending on where you're coming from it's gonna take you that learning curve is probably gonna be a little bit bigger all right some people get distracted I myself I get distracted boys are distracting Okay? (laughs) I'm 24, I'm a 24 young woman, I'm just figuring out, hey, I'm a beautiful, attractive young woman. Guys are distracting, okay? And if it's not the right guy, and that's a completely different episode, you know, but if it's not the right guy, and it's not God's will, my dear, that is is one ditch to fall into, okay? And people get distracted, and they go off track, and you know, it's not to say that, you know, How you dress or how you act or how you speak is not important, but it is to say that Christianity is a journey and that that should be understood. How you dress and how you act and how you speak, how you interact with people, that's going to change over a course of time. It's not going to be overnight. It's not going to be a month. It's sometimes not going to be a year. It's not going to be 10 years. It's a lifetime journey of you trying to get better and be better and be a great reflection of God. And here's the other part to that, right? And I'm jumping ahead of myself. But please understand that in being a Christian, I am still imperfect and I am still human. So I will never be a perfect reflection of God. I'm just trying to be more of a reflection of God. And so, you know, I've I've deviated a little bit from some of what I I wanted to talk about here. So I'm gonna backtrack a little bit and go back to how secular and Christian culture make it seem as though if you're not doing certain things as a Christian, you know, you call yourself a Christian? You think you're a Christian, why are you doing that? Oh my God, Um, that you know you're not a Christian. And that's not true, it's not fair. And, you know, usually at this point, I'd be like, let me break it down. But I'm not going to break it down so much as spell it out today. So strap in. I hope you have your popcorn and your coffee. Um, Let's go into some examples about this. So example number one, like I said a minute ago, I really like to cuss. Okay, cussing is bad in any in just in any situation. It's bad, but I enjoy cussing. I think it is just so much fun. But as a Christian, that is just something I I cannot do. <laughs> I cannot do in middle school. And I'm going to tell you guys this, and it's not like wearing it as a crown, but it's true. In middle school, I had a professor. I had a, a teacher. And he told my mom straight up, listen, your daughter cusses like a drunken sailing whore. Now I was not any of those things, but he's like the way your daughter cusses is just surprising. And of course, over the years of becoming a Christian, I became uh, a Christian. I really became a Christian in 10th grade, 24 now. Cursing is still kind of difficult for me. Like when I get riled up, yo, the, the, I, I really have to sit down <laughs> and bite my tongue because those words start flying. And if I get into certain company, you know, sometimes that that it, it just goes out the window. It, the cuss words are gonna come out simply because you know that it's it's company of, of people that I used to be around and that's just kinda how we talk. It's the same way with, you know, an addiction. You get around that that old environment and it kinda kicks back those old habits and you know, it's, it's not always the best. But how this relates in terms of christianity and a christian journey listen just because sometimes you know a couple words fly out of my mouth doesn't mean oh my god you're a christian you can't be a christian you're cursing yes yes i can be a christian it's called also being human Uh, one does not is not mutually and one is not exclusive from the other okay they're not mutually exclusive like they can coexist okay so so example example number two right and i'm going to use this example of a friend, I'm gonna change her name, all right? We're gonna call her Tommy, okay? Tommy is gonna be a girl's name. (laughs) And so Tommy went to my church. Tommy was involved with a guy and Tommy and the guy were sleeping together. Now, anyone who knows any little thing about Christianity knows that sleeping with someone outside of wedlock is a no-no. Right? Well, not only did Tommy, you know, was sleeping with the guy, but she ended up getting pregnant for the guy. The sad part about the story is that the guy left her and actually decided to come to the same church, right? To our church with somebody else. <laughs> that that was hard for Tommy. That was that was very difficult. Now here's here's and, and at this point, you know, a lot of people would say, well, I mean, she can't be a Christian anymore. Look at what she's done. She, she not only is sleeping with someone, but she's got a kid and this, that, and the other. Last time I checked, <laughs> as a Christian, we are all God's children. And children, you know, are considered a gift from God. So that baby is not an accident. God knew exactly what he was doing giving her that baby. Um, and that was one of her blessings from him. And she saw it as such. Now, fast forward just a couple of years, and not only has Tommy um, found her Godman in church, right? But they are now happily married, and not only does he love her, but he absolutely adores her daughter as if that little girl was his own. What does this have to do with Christianity? Like I said a minute ago, you know, people get sidetracked, and like I said, you know, hot guys to a young woman, it's very distracting. (laughs) It's very distracting. And you know, she got distracted, and she fell in a ditch, and God, being the God that we serve, went, picked her up, dusted her off, said, okay, go on your way, you're still going, and she kept walking, and she kept walking in his word, And he honored her and he gave her he didn't just give her a child she gave he gave her a husband listen you can make mistakes as a christian and still be a christian you can make big mistakes as a christian that things that you know human beings might just kick you out the group for but that that's got nothing to do kicking you out the group is not christianity pulling you closer in and loving you even more that's christianity What Tommy went through, that's just part of the learning curve. So, example number three. And this one, this one actually, this one hit me because it was um, an even closer friend than Tommy. And we're going to call this one Camara. Okay. And it's this one is in reference to clothes. Right? So Camara just started coming to church um she, she's relatively new it's barely been about a year of her coming to church and she of course you know she's got a certain type of wardrobe not to say that she dresses like a hoe or anything but she's got a certain type of wardrobe and she she serves on the same team as me we both serve in our church um and we both serve backstage so it was new year's and of course, for New Year's, you dress up, because it's New Year's at church, we're partying at church, um, and all that goodness. So she wanted to dress up. Well, she comes up in the in the sound booth, and I can tell she's dressed up. I mean, she's got on the cute shoes, she's got on the cute little stockings, um, but she's wearing this big, heavy jacket over her dress. So I ask her, you know, what's going on? Why, why are you wearing this jacket over your dress? And I told her, you know, let me see it, you look cute. So she opens the jacket all shy, she covers it back, and I say, well, why are you covering yourself up? And she says, well, everyone's telling me that what I'm wearing is inappropriate. And I just really wanted to look nice for church, and this was the nicest dress I had, but I don't feel comfortable wearing it anymore because everyone keeps talking about it. Let me tell you right now, and I'm still tearing up when I actually say this, because that was, one of the most hurtful things I've ever heard she is brand new to church and she is we we don't know her financial situation we don't know if she's able to buy new clothes all of a sudden to fit the the quote-unquote modesty that is supposed to be exampled by the women in church but she just wanted to look nice. Mind you, it's not like a short, skimpy, like little hoe dress, it's just a little bit short. Like it's a kind of a, like a little bit above mid thigh, right, which is short, but it's acceptable to me, whatever. And she looks so nice and she was just so hurt by the fact that she couldn't meet the earthly standards, the people standards of what she should and should not be wearing and it, it really just broke her heart and she felt so bad. And she just hid in the booth for the entire night. She did not enjoy herself, she didn't, you know, she wasn't smiling or anything like that, she just felt bad for the entire night. And what does this have to do, again, with what I'm talking about? It, it goes back to what I said in the first place that secular and Christian culture expects something from people who say they're Christian that just is not fair. Listen to me, this girl, Kamara, she she didn't have a lot of cash. She was unable to go out and buy some brand new, more modest wardrobe. She just wanted to look nice. She wanted to come to church and look like, I'm celebrating God and I wanna look nice for God. And you know, this is my best dress and I'm gonna wear it because I'm excited. And they took that from her because of unrealistic expectations. Yes. Should you, you know, mention to people that, hey, that might not be the best thing to wear to church. It's not really the most appropriate. Yes, but you don't have to bombard people with it. Um, I'm not gonna go into detail, but the way it was explained to me, she, she was really hurt because she was somewhat attacked um, by people and, you know, the way they spoke about her and what she was wearing and that's unnecessary and you know that kind of goes back to to human beings being you know flawed um i feel bad for her and of course you know clothing is important we don't want to look like the world or get confused with the world um and yeah maybe the dress was a bit short at the same time as christians you know we have to be conscious of the fact that the people joining the flock they they they're coming from the world and the world they might be coming from may not be as modest and clean as ours and we have to take that into consideration and we also have to take into consideration the fact that they have feelings and they have emotions and that the way we speak to them is going to affect how they interpret christianity and christians as a whole etc 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 there was no need to be so mean to this young woman that she felt that she had To lock herself basically in the sound room so that she just wouldn't have to be around people anymore anyways my my point in saying all of this is that it's not always so simple when it comes to people in christianity and i know i sound like a broken record at this point but christianity is a journey it is a walk and it can be a pretty long distance from where you started to where you're trying to go, right? Whether you be a hoodrat, a wealthy, spoiled brat, a middle-class, hardworking, single mom, a pregnant teenager, an illegal immigrant, born and raised in a Christian household, you getting your own relationship with God and having those revelations and building in your walk with Christ, it's a long walk and it's a lifelong journey. And I think more people need to be conscious of the fact that this is a lifelong journey. And to not judge people so harshly by the things that they do or that they say or that they think or that they listen to. Some people don't know. Some people are in a moment of weakness. Some people don't have anything else. I'm not saying giving people a pass when they do something stupid or bad uh, or you know that, that doesn't line up with the Bible. What I am saying that as far as I go, before I put people on blast, I think about why they might be doing what they are doing. Here's the short and sweet of what I'm trying to say. And maybe, maybe I could have said this in the beginning, but I felt like I I needed to explain. Christians are still human. We still make mistakes and say and do stupid stuff and need understanding and forgiveness as much as everyone else does. We are not Jesus. We're just trying to be more like him. And trust me, that is one very high measure to live up to. Anyways, I'm sorry that this episode was so long. It was just something that I really felt the need to speak on. As you guys can hear, this one is really not very scripted as much as the others um you there there's a lot of filler going on in there so i do apologize for that but it really did um was something that i felt that i needed to speak on so as always this has been talks a lot radio and i'm your host alicia kane let's start a conversation